Alrighty, folks, we have another episode of Mad Dog Madness. This is yours, Mad Dog Mad Report, live from the 3-8. Today, I'm going to talk about my experience as a conservative in higher education and observations that I've had as a conservative in higher education. So, First and foremost, you know, I've, I've mentioned this before, but I'm currently in law school, business school, and, um, you know, I've had interesting experience so far uh, expressing my viewpoints and, and whatnot. So I think my strategy is try to always be uh, respectful of other people's opinions and listen to them. I don't think you can, I don't think you can go wrong with with doing that i don't think you can go wrong with just shutting up and just letting other people talk to you and then when you find it is time to talk you express your opinions and if you come to a disagreement then so be it okay because everyone is entitled to their own opinion um they're also not entitled to their own fact but that's for another another day um so, so what is it like being conservative in law school, especially in a city that is liberally dominated? Um, it's, it's actually very interesting. Um, so I would say that during my first year of law school, when, when folks didn't really know me that well, um, they, they probably sensed that I was you know conservative and whatnot, but they, they always treated me respect and they were always friendly to me. Um, and it was just, it, you know, we, we had such a great time first year of law school, you know, all my section mates and uh, whatnot. Excuse me as I yawn. <sighs> um, but then it kind of like changed over the, you know, the course of the next two years uh, leading up to today. And um, it's definitely like, it's, it's strange right now because so many of the folks that I was really friendly with and talk to almost every day, um, we, we no longer talk. And, and I suspect that's because um, of my conservative beliefs and or, you know, the, the folks that I've, you know, casted a vote for in the 2020 election. Um, and there's definitely been, you know, friendships that have just totally evaporated as a result and you know because like the way i see it you know i i would never i would never just cancel a friendship friendship out based on someone's ideologies i would cancel a friendship out if they're treating me poorly if they're being disrespectful if they're just not you know being a good friend and like you know to some of these folks that have really just canceled me out you know i was i was nothing but respectful to you i was nothing but a good friend to you and it's in my opinion is purely based on on my ideologies and my beliefs and i just find that to be saddening and, and buck wild but here's the thing i'm not going to play victim i'm going to play victor because at the end of the day respect is earned it's not given how you treat people your character your integrity that's what matters rather than, you know, your your political beliefs or how you see the world, how you were raised, because all of these different experiences, you know, make you the person you are today. 
Um, one thing that I'm super, super thankful for um, be, while being, you know, in, in law school is, is joining the Federalist Society. So uh, I'm, at, I'm the president of the Federalist Society at Suffolk Law School. And it's, it's been one of my most pleasurable experiences in law school. I'll repeat that again. It's been one of my most pleasurable experiences so far in law school. Because, so, so let me take a step back. What is the Federalist Society? So for, for a law student, the Federalist Society, the law school chapter, um, there, there's chapters all over the country in, in most law schools. And I'd say primarily it's, it's conservative or libertarian folks, uh, law students that, you know, have a club and we get together, we host events and we go off the slogan, discuss, debate, decide. I, I would say more than anything, the Federalist Society serves as a vehicle in law schools to have open and honest discussions about an array of different topics that that are just not like talked about on on uh, on a daily basis and it's just it's it's such a great way to to just decide what you think for yourself you know you're not judged with how you believe in a certain matter in the federalist society and that's just that's like elite i i absolutely love that because it's not always the case um you know unfortunately i've had i've been in other groups where I've been judged pretty hard uh, in law school, uh, based on based on my conservatism, and that that leads me to the next point of. I would say that, generally speaking, uh, being conservative, uh, there's there's a lot of folks that are conservative that are hush about it in law school because they don't want to be judged by their peers, and they think that it'll affect um, it'll affect them in the hiring process. And, and how crazy is that? Like, because you're conservative, you, you think that you have a less of chance to, you know, land a job or whatnot and, and things, things like that. And it's just like, you know, the, the moment I experienced that in law school and just kind of realized that actually kind of is the case, I was like, hell no, am I going to abide by this general narrative of, I have to be silent. I have to kind of lurk amongst the shadows. You know, I made a commitment to myself and my fellow conservatives in, in law school that I'm going to be vocal about how I feel about things and I'll let it known that I'm conservative and, and I'm a damn proud conservative, conservative too um, because, you know, this is, this is the United States of America. You know, we should, we should be, be free and, and willing to to say how we feel about a certain matter. Um, we, we have that freedom. We have that freedom of speech guaranteed to us um, by our creator and protected, well, hopefully protected by our government. You know, we have the freedom of speech. And, and that's, in my opinion, that's being under attack. You know, it's under attack right now. And it's, it's crazy. But, but at the end of the day, I, you know, my, my heart goes out to all the conservatives out there that, you know, are fearful of speaking out and are fearful of providing discourse to conversations uh, amongst their peers. Because I always go back to the point, respect is, respect is earned, it's not given. And one more point about FedSoc that, so Federal Society, I call it FedSoc. 
um, is how gnarly the people are in Fed Sox. So as president, I've met so many awesome, beautiful souls in Fed Sox throughout the entire country. And I'm so thankful for for the Federalist Society and in in having, you know, connected me with these folks because some some part of me says that I would be I would be kind of lost without without the people I've met um, through FedSoc, um, but but yeah, so you know this this doesn't just extend in in the law schools. You know, I'm also doing my MBA, and I've definitely seen liberal bias from professors, not only in the law school but in the business school, and. I, I discourse I discourse them as well and I challenge them as well because you know if you're only because I feel like right now in higher education we're telling folks what to think versus how to think and that is very dangerous that is very dangerous and I'm not gonna swallow that pill I refuse to follow, uh, swallow that pill um, and and I always think back to that that uh, picture that I love, and it, it says question everything, and under it, it says why. Question everything is the assertion, and the question to that is why. Just kind of makes you think, man, like, you know, we're all unique in our own certain ways, and I think that if if we want to create unity and we want to create a peaceful society that just is like so unhateful um we have to start respecting each other's opinions more and we have to start listening to folks that discourse us more and i'd be the first to say that i need to work on that way more than than i do now or that you know because you know there's definitely been times where i just like i just can't listen or like you know i just like block everything out i need to calm down and when someone's discoursing me, I need to listen um, and just just hear them out before just interrupting and being rude. Um, I think I think a big problem too is being uh, being on social media and expressing political views because you're not going to win. Like when you express political views on Facebook, you're just like you're just trying to stir up the pot, and I am guilty of that. Like I'll be the first to say, I am so guilty of that, and I need to start changing my ways because once you start posting on social media like your political views, you're just going down a rabbit hole in the comments, and then you lose sight of like what you're actually talking about or like the intent behind it. Because I th- I do think that any assertion that's said there's can there there can be like a counter argument, and then you try to defend yourself, and then you're looking like something you're not and then it's just it just gets absolutely absolutely buck wild so i don't know it's it's a very interesting time especially um especially here in the united states and but i will say you know we we need to get back to to civil debate and we need to start listening with our ears rather than our mouths um but you know in regards to solving this higher education problem of of liberal bias i i wouldn't even know where to start you know um because it's actually a thing for sure and and i think i think most folks in law school at least in my law school most being over you know 50 percent 
are are left leaning and and I I think a lot of them are unwilling to to listen to what you have to say. Um and it just goes back to to me being thankful for FedSoc because it it provides a vehicle for folks to freely discuss and debate different topics. Um but yeah, so I just wanted to put that out there um and it was just kind of some thoughts I had, and it really derived from uh, this past weekend when I was in Washington, D.C., and I was on my Uber ride home, and I had a nice, beautiful, civil conversation in the public square, a.k.a. the, the Uber car, you know, the, the public realm, with with someone that was left-leaning. Uh, he was my driver, James. Uh, shout out to you, James. You're, you're the man. And uh, he could tell that I was right-leaning, and we had a beautiful conversation where we just sat there and listened to one another speak and we didn't get, you know, our voices didn't raise and, and we just like, it was, it was really nice and it was really satisfying to experience. And I wish that there was more of that. So I guess that's where, you know, this, this episode kind of uh, sparked its, its, um, its topic. And, and, and I really do hope that, you know, folks, you know, you're, you know, you can you can lead a horse to the water, but you can't make it drink it. You know, so so how we change is from within, but how do we inspire folks to change? I don't know. Um, but these are some very interesting points that I just wanted to get off my chest. And with that being said, I hope everyone has an elite rest of your day. This episode of Mad Dog Matt has concluded. Your host, Mad Dog Matt, is out you here. <laughs>